Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a theme. As this is December and I'm going to go to holiday horrors, I thought I would do end of the world movies, including Stigmata, Ghostbusters 2, End of Days and today's movie, 1999's Dogma, my very first Kevin Smith movie. I think I've seen all of Jane Silent Bob movies apart from Clerks 2. This and Mulrats are my personal favourites. And surprisingly, the Catholic Church protested at this movie. However, surprisingly, Kevin Smith joined in the protests, so there we have it. This was written before Clerks, however, was shelved until CGI effects were good enough to use. All the roles were specially uh, written for the cast, except for Loki, which was written for Jason Lee. However, he was busy uh, for such a large role, so he was given the role of Azrael, which was written for Matt Damon, so the two switched roles. So Matt Damon is now playing Loki, and Jason Lee is playing Azrael. Also, Kevin Smith wanted John Anderson to play Bethany, but he got Linda Florentina instead. And apparently the two did not get on well in set, and she was barely talking to him by the end of the shoot. Once Smith had Alan Rickman in the bag, as he knew he was a fan of his work, or his son was a fan of his work, and got Alan Rickman to do the, the job. And he was cast as a Metatron. If that makes sense, probably doesn't be moving on. So, drop to your knees and pray to your buddy Christ. With its $10 million budget, this thing pulled in $44 million. Starring Linda Florentina, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jason Lee, Selma Hayek, Chris Rock, Alan Rickman, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, George Carlin and Alanis Morissette. Directed by Kevin Smith at that plot, an abortion clinic worker has a special bloodline and is tasked by God to stop two wayward former angels from getting into heaven. If they do so, all of existence will be wiped out. Along the way, she gets help from two unlikely prophets in the shape of Jay and Silent Bob, also a former muse turned stripper, and the 13th Apostle. Can they stop the two angels in time, or will the devil's son stop them? Find out here. So, the movie opens up on a disclaimer, saying this is just a comedy movie, so lighten the fuck up. No one can judge them except God. Then it asks if God doesn't have a sense of humour, then explain the goddamn platypus. And then I've got an apology for platypi um, enthusiasts and moving on. The movie finally opens up on a sunrise on a beach in New Jersey. And an old man is enjoying the view. He is John Doe, played by Bud Cart. He is then attacked by three inline skate wearing punks armed with hockey sticks and they beat him into a coma. Onto a church in Red Bank, New Jersey, and we meet Cardinal Glick, played by George Carlin, of Bill and Ted movies. And weirdly, Tom's a tank engine. He's the narrator of the United States version. That's a weird one. Cars, and of course, his stand up comedy specials. He's trying to relaunch the Catholic Church with Catholicism. Wow! And Buddy Christ, a Christ that doesn't judge but gives you a thumbs up to an airport in Wisconsin and an introduction to the Fallen Angels, Loki, played by Matt Damon of the Bourne movies Good Will Hunting, The Talented Mr Ripley and The Martian, and Bartleby, who I'm going to call Bart because I can't stand that name. 
played by Ben Affleck of Daredevil, Batman v Superman, Chip Marquez, Gone Girl, and The Town. And I love the fact that Loki talks a nun out of her faith, so she goes wild. And as the two angels leave the airport, she gets into a fist fight at the side of a bar. I just love that. She's fighting <laughs> over a pint, I think it is. We find out Bart got a newspaper clipping sent to him in the mail, telling him about the Cardinal Clicks Catholicism Wow campaign. Also that the church he is reopening is celebrating its 100th year. And if they walk through the archways, they'll be wiped of their sins. Therefore, they must get to New Jersey by weekend to cut off their wings, become human, walk through the church's archways, then die, and be let back into heaven. Did you get all of that? No? Good. Don't spit small details. Just enjoy the fucking show. Loki has one thing left to do, however, heading to New before heading to New Jersey, he has to kill the Moby Corporation, as he thinks it's a false god, and this will get him into God's good graces. Finally, ten minutes in, and up pops the titles in huge letters. Let's cut to Illinois, and introduction to, introduction to Bethany, played by Linda Florentina, of Men in Black fame. She's in church, as the priest is holding the sermon, boring everybody to tears. I love the fact that in the pews, people are doing like tax rebates, and they're playing with like the, the, the Moby um, toys and such, and people are sleeping, and all this malarkey. Anyway... He talks about how this week's collection will go to the John Doe Fund to keep the guy on life support in New Jersey. She has lost her faith, an interesting choice for this movie's hero. Hmm. And we find out she works in an abortion clinic. Again, interesting choice. In the clinic, meet her fl- friend Liz, played by Janine Garfalo, who was offered the role of Bethany but turned it down to do Mystery Men instead, so she gave him this smaller role. She laughs at the fact she's Catholic yet works in a pro-choice clinic. Cut to the suburbs and addiction to Israel, played by Jason Lee of Mulrats, chasing Amy, my name is Earl, The Incredibles and Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. He kills a homeover, homeowner, Mrs Reynolds, played by Nancy Bach. Then him and his three skater punks move in. He then tasks the three punks to seek out the last scion, aka Bethany and kill her before she stops the angels. Cut to Bethany in her bedroom in prayer, as out of a cloud of fire and smoke, Metatron, played by the late Alan Rickman, appears. He is, of course, famous for Die Hard, check my archives, the Harry Potter movies, and, of course, my personal favourite sci-fi movie, which is a comedy, Galaxy Quest. Anyway, he tasks Bethany with the quest to stop the fallen angels from entering the church, therefore wiping out all existence. I love the fact she sprays him with a fire signature and about to brain off a baseball bat before he tells her he's the voice of God, something she knows nothing of. With that, he whisks her to Mexico, well, the Mexican restaurant down the street anyway, where they have tequila. What she does, he has to spit it out as angels can't eat nor drink, or they have no genitalia either. So, hmm, hence that whole joke where she sprays him with the fire signature. Don't rape me. Yeah, love, I'm a Kendall. Anyway. <clears throat> Here he tells her the small print of her holy crusade to stop two angels entering a church in New Jersey, thus stopping all of existence by proving God is wrong. And what I don't get here is why doesn't he just snap her to the church so she can stop them there and then? I guess it's the journey's more important than the destination, except in this case, again, why not just snap your fucking fingers and put her in New Bloody Well Jersey? Anyway, moving on. 
He also tells her Loki was once the angel of death, i.e. God's wrath. He's the one that had the 40 days of uh, what was it, rain, that Noah's Ark stuff, and the killing of the firstborn, and blah 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 blah. He continues with a Bart talks Loki out of being God's right hand, and he threw down his flaming sword. So to punish them, God threw them out of heaven and to spend forever in Wisconsin, and then once the world ended, to spend eternity outside the gates of heaven. Also, God made it so angels couldn't drink nor eat, hence all the spitting. Anyway, she says no to this as she can't have children. Her marriage broke up because of this and she's mad at God. He tells us don't be such a selfish bitch as she'll be the mother to the entire earth. Also, she'll have backup in the form of two prophets. Before he leaves, he tells her Six is God's little joke on mankind. And with that, he snaps his fingers. With, well, actually, she, he shakes two maracas. She wakes up the next morning in her bed with two maracas under her pillows. Cut to later that night. As Bethany leaves work, she jumped by the skater punks. Luckily for her, Jay and Silent Bob save her. Jay is played by Jason Muse, and Silent Bob is played by Kevin Smith. Unsurprisingly, Jay immediately hits on her. She blows him off, saying she would only sleep with him if the world was about to end. And according to Kevin Smith, he told Jason Mewes to be in his best behaviour, as they had Alan Rickman in cast. And apparently, Jason Mewes memorised the entire script and would tell somebody when they had the wrong light and blah 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 blah. So that must been fun to see. <coughs> anyway, speaking of which, Alan Rickman only took the role if he had real wings and not CGI and stuck to the script, no going off script, which they agreed to. So cut to Loki and Bart in a gun shop buying a Desert Eagle as a replacement for his flaming sword. Back to Jane Silent Bob, explain to Bethany why they're in Illinois. Uh, they say because John Hughes movies and Silent Bob has a soft spot for them. And I love the fact that Jay rips into them saying these are nothing but shitty chick flicks, and Silent Bob just sits there and blows smoke as a reaction. To shut Jay up, she offers to pay them if they take her to New Jersey and are in time. Cut to them doing a hundred down the motorway, with Jay driving. The car dies because he can't drive stick. A bus flies past. On said bus is Loki and Bart. Who gets Loki to use his new God's Wrath gun to shoot the butt? Up there, uh, again, push up the bus. I've got to say, the angels wear hoodies to cover for their hails. Clever. Next morning, still stuck on a freeway, Rufus, played by Chris Rock of F SNL, Lethal Weapon 4, Everyone Hates Chris, and the Madagascar movies. I'm sorry to say this thing, but I can't stand Chris Rock. His voice goes right bloody well through me. Anyway, he falls from the sky completely naked, claiming to be the 13th apostle and good friends with Christ. The skater punks watch from afar and cut a hole in time and space to report back to Azrael. And cut to a Moby restaurant. I love the fact that the kiddies place it is a bloody meat grinder. I just love that. Here, Rufus tells him he was the 13th apostle and his part was cut of the Bible. He then goes on to rant claiming the Bible is racist as it says Christ was white and not black. Plus he was cut out. I am not even going to touch that one for a 45 foot barge pole. To prove he's from heaven, he tells the story of how Bethany was a little girl aged five who got a boy peeing her hair. The boy then died two years later. He also says that Jay thinks of men while masturbating. Cut 
to J and Silent Bob in a strip joint because of course they are. And here the introduction to Serendipity, played by Selma Hayek of Desperado, Wild Hell West, From Dust to Dawn, 54 and Frida. She's a former muse turned stripper. I love the fact she pits Jay and Silent Bob against a bunch of gangsters to make $600 from Bob. Back to Loki and Bart. Outside the Moby HQ, in he goes to kill the entire board, telling them all their, son, all their sins, all but one person, who is a pure soul, so he lets away with a warning. Back in the strip joint, Rufus reconnects with Serendipity as Jay and Silent Bob party with the gangsters. I love that Serendipity claims to have inspired 19 of the 20 top grossing movies of all time. All but one. One with the little boy, the bird goes at Christmas, and the screen. Yeah, that one. Barry, Jimmy Archives. She claims someone sold her soul to Satan to get that thing made. I just love that one because it's fucking terrible, no? As it's happening, the toilet is overflowing with shit, and a shit demon is then born which attacks and kills all the gangsters, so Silent Bob kills it with an air freshener. I just love that when he kills it with air freshener. <laughs> oh, and here Serendipity tells Bethany God is a woman. Again, I am not touching that one because they claim that it was changed by white men, so how dare they change God from a woman to a man, blah, 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 blah. I'm not touching that one for a 55, fucking 55-foot bar spool. Anyway, cut to Loki and Bart trying to buy bus tickets to New Jersey, but they're told it's sold out. So, they have to take the train, after Azrael talks him out of flying and using their wings. He pulls him aside, saying he escaped hell, as he is one of the devil's sons, that daddy doesn't even know what hell's happening. But, he also wants to return to heaven as he's sick of hell. He also tells him that God is pissed at them, as is Lucifer, because if they make them their plan work, that makes them look like a fucking chump. So, heaven and hell are after their asses and keep a low profile. Cut to a train, where Rufus tells Bethany about Christ, saying he hates it when things are done in his name, i.e. war. Also, man has it wrong. It's about faith, not the religion. Bethany leaves Rufus to sleep, and she checks out on Jane and Bob, who are talking to, yes, Loki and Bart, because she didn't see that one coming. Later at night, Jay smokes a joint with Loki, as Bethany gets drunk with Bart. Shouldn't? They know she's the last scion. Moving on. Oh, and she thinks they're gay lovers. He shoots her down, telling them, telling her rather, they're just roommates. Now, drunk, Bethany that is, Bart tries to talk her out of her faith. Rufus comes to to see what's happened and breaks up the conversations after Bart finds out she's the one. A fight starts. Lockerbie and Bart are thrown off the train. Bethany has a crisis of faith and gets off the train also. Loki tries to rethink his plan, so Bart snaps, saying they're going through with it like it or fucking well not. Loki says he's talking about Lucifer and he doesn't like that one because he goes on a rant about how angels are supposed to be uh, servants and, and man can do what the hell they want, save their free, free reign and free will and blah 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 blah. And this is exactly what Lucifer said, which is why he was cast out of heaven down to hell and la 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 la. Anyway, moving on. Back to Bethany, who, during her crisis of faith, is visited by Metatron again, after Rufus tells her she's the last Soyon, i.k.a. the last of Christ's bloodline. Metatron tells her, while walking on water, he had to tell Jesus the same thing. As she complains, it's unfair, but it's all part of God's plan. With that, she continues on her crest. 
Metatron snaps his fingers and teleports into a posh restaurant where he tells Rufus God is missing and they can't find her. Or indeed him. Metatron continues saying if God died in human form then she'd return to heaven but someone is keeping her locked in her human form until this is all over and done with. Can you guess who? In the paper, Jay sees Cardinal Click and asks why can't they get him to close down the church. With that, they head to the church and of course he doesn't want to listen and throws them out. So Jay steals a golf club. Back to Loki and Bart, who have just walked into New Jersey. In some dime bar, Bethany and company lick their wounds got for a new plan. Right on cue, Ashrell shows up and holds them all prisoner. He kills a barkeep with a machine gun then gets his skitter punks to tie up Bethany and company as they watch his plan unwind live on television. Loki and Bart are on a killing spree, killing choir boys, the cardinals, the priests, the press and anybody they can get their hands on. So the muse gives Silent Bob an idea to kill Azrael with the stolen golf club. Because Azrael, as I says, was a former muse and not a devil's son. So, And he's bitching and moaning about how he was cast out of heaven down to hell because he sat in the sidelines as the angels had the civil war blah 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 and it was so unfair he wants back into heaven and how dare god this and god do that da, 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 da. so that's why he kept god in the human form i.e the john doe <clears throat> so with israel dead bethany blessed the sink and its three skater punks are dunked in the holy water to die the muse explains the cardinal blessed the club to get a better game. Therefore, it's a weapon of God. They all run to the church to see Bartleby's carnage. Here, they find a drunk human Loki with bodies everywhere. It's down to Jay and company to stop Bartleby. As Bethany takes Silent Bob to the hospital to unplug Jane Doe. Although, isn't murder a sin? Hmm. During this time, Bartleby, Bond villain, monologues as... Jay stupidly shoots off his wings with a machine gun, making him human. Before this, he kills Loki, so Bartleby is now full-on evil. He steps into the church, as just in the nick of time, God stops him. God is revealed to be Alanis Morissette. She sees all the carnage, forgives Bartleby, kills him by talking to him. The muse and Rufus cover Jay's ears, as Bartleby's head and heart explodes. All is well? No. God is covered in blood, so rips off her robes and shows off a silver outfit. She she shows Jay who she is via her eyes and puts him in a state of bliss. Silent Bob then carries a dead Bethany, how the fuck she died is beyond me, back to the church as God sees this and brings her back to life. Or Mitteron says, Hax on, hax off. He then makes her pregnant. Rufus and Abuse return to heaven, all is well, as credits roll. So, that was Dogma, a great late 90s comedy about faith versus religion. Possibly my favourite Jay and Silent Bob movie. Funny, clever, kinda deep, and weirdly touching. Why isn't there a sequel 20 years later, or even more? It's beyond me, bloody make it so. I'm going to give this thing 8 out of 10. Come back next week as I look at End of Days, Arnie vs The Devil. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's A Pod. Email me, Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Mad Max, Superman, Batman, House, Resident Evil and more. Also my solo podcast of Hairspray, Elvira, Dracula, The Fog and many, many more. 
And then check out my second podcast, only available on Anchor, the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show, where every two weeks myself and my co-host look at all things B to Z, the very best of the very bad. Bye, and remember, I watch these movies so you don't have to. Now, Buddy Christ doesn't judge, unlike me. He encourages you and gives you a thumbs up. Bye.